we couldn't even take one group yeah. picture because there was like 50 of us. I was like, you need to start killing people off. They just need to have one massacre scene. Bro. One Half the cast huge dies. massacre scene. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is ridiculous. And also the Duffer Brothers are two sensitive Sallies that don't want to yeah, kill anyone off. We need to be Game of Thrones. We need to have the mindset of Game of Thrones. We choose to go to the moon not because they are easy, but because they I are. I have hard. a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. That's the voice of Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown. And Brown is not happy about how big the Stranger Things cast has become. In an interview ahead of the release, which I know a lot of you watched the release that just was released this past Friday, that the actor quipped that the Duffer Brothers are afraid of killing off characters. And she mentioned that, you know, last night at the premiere, we couldn't even take one big group picture because there were like 50 of us. Brown said it was like, you need to start killing people off. The Duffer brothers are too sensitive Sally's that don't want to kill anyone off. And we need to be more Game of Thrones. Now, Stranger Things co-creator Matt Duffer has defended the show. And he said that he'd heard Millie's criticisms loud and clear. And he goes, what did Millie call us? She said we're uh, sensitive Sally's. She's hilarious. He told host Josh Horwitz, believe us, we've explored all options in the writing room. Just as a complete hypothetical, if you kill Mike, that's depressing. We aren't Game of Thrones. This is Hawkins. It's not Westeros or whatever. I'm mispronouncing that from Game of Thrones. Sorry, Game of Thrones fan. And the show becomes not Stranger Things anymore because you don't have to treat it realistically, right? He then gave an example of Barb. Spoiler alerts. He gave an example of Barb was killed off in season one and how the characters spent a long time time grappling with her death uh, the writers really consider who they'd kill off to make sure they have time to explore the impact of it although heading into stranger things season five matt did admit did admit that more deaths are on the quote-unquote table speaking of on the table what we're going to cover off are some tips from millie bobby brown so we're going to give you seven super tips that hopefully unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of us. And all of us are superheroes. We just need that courage to wear the cape. So without further ado, we're going to start off with tip number one. I mean, it's constantly evolving with me. Um, you know, starting out in this industry, I started off with so many views that I, I wouldn't, I guess, agree with now. Um, and I just, I think it's more like with the education that I've been given, like I can really learn more things about who I am as a person, what's going on in society today. And it's definitely shaped me differently. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know, the more you read, the more you learn about has made me grow differently and made me perceive things differently, I mm -hmm. guess. Growth never stops. For me, like as much as I change, I'm constantly myself and in my way. Like, I don't know, I couldn't really pinpoint one thing I'm consistent at, but I would say I'm always myself, and that's what keeps me consistent. As we head into tip number two, did you know that Millie Bobby Brown was born in Marbella, Spain, and she's the third of four children? Their British parents, Kelly and Robert Brown, moved the family back to England when Millie was around four years old. difficult yeah. I mean not only just the fact that sometimes it's just being a girl is mm. difficult 
But not only that, it's difficult being young. I mean, people can really not take you seriously, especially in this industry. It's very difficult to get your point across, be heard. I'm put in a situation which is, you know, sometimes it's different as maybe a little bit different than other other young people, but it's 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 almost the same situation, you know. Mm. I'm being watched by everyone and and basically every move I make is being watched by everyone. But but actually it's not that quite it's not that different in any way. I mean, there's teenagers out there that are evolving in themselves and they have to go to school every day and deal with whatever they're dealing with or whatever they're dealing with at home. And so for me, we all face the same complications. It's it's how we deal with them and how we react so um but for me i would say like it's scary for me it's scary for me to express myself at times but then there are moments where i feel very empowered mm. and i feel you know like really great about myself like when i produced anola homes um i got honored that title you know honored not le- like not legitimately yeah. honored but felt like i was so honored to have that title as a producer and i mm. walked onto set and everybody respected me uh, as a person and just like as a co-worker and i felt really respected and i felt really i felt like we were both treating each other equally and it felt i felt very empowered by that mm. i was really moved and um so i feel like those are the moments where i kind of sit there and i appreciate you know what what it's like to be treated uh, the same As we move on to tip number three, Millie Bobby Brown is deaf in one ear, having been born with one partial hearing on one side before eventually losing all of it. So she's learned how to adapt to a trying circumstance at a very, very early age. I want my voice to be heard Mm. and Greta Thunberg wants her voice to be heard and you know, all these amazing young people I I can think of, you know, Malala Yousafzai, her voice wants to be heard. Imagine the millions of kids that want to be heard and they can't be because they're silenced or they are ignored or they they are looked down upon for for maybe their age or their gender. Whatever their circumstance is, I like that UNICEF gives them a voice, lets them have a seat at the table, lets them talk about what they're passionate about. It's so, so, so important to have these these voices because ultimately it will change the world and ultimately world leaders will have to listen. We are the next generation. It's going to be us and we're going to be having to fix the problems that you have created or you haven't helped or helped fix. Ultimately, UNICEF gives a voice to young people and I think it's so important. It's where do you really want to start? You know, it's like you can go with the fact that every young person, including girls mostly, um, deserve to have an education. The fact that social media is still allowing bullies. (laughs) It's like, how is this still happening? Mm -hmm. Uh, that is is in itself, um, you know, and then and then you you've got climate change, which is literally the the biggest issue of all. Mm. Because without that, no one can have education. Without the world, nobody's going to learn. Mm. Um, we need to we need to start taking care of our planet in the best way. We've got some amazing voices out there that are really really fighting against this, which I'm in total support of. Now, Brown let her admit she's obsessive. As a 13-year-old, she told Variety Magazine, I know this sounds crazy, but once I find something I want to do, nobody's stopping me. If I don't know how to sew and I really had that passion to sew, that's it. I'm going to sew. That's also with acting, so here I am. Now, how did she get her big break 
in Stranger Things. She was living in England again, and she was making the BB show Intruders when she got the call to audition for this Netflix show called Stranger Things. So I did the first audition, says Brown, and it was a very emotional audition. And then they said, come back, first call back. And she recalled, and I was like, okay. And through the next several phases of the casting process, series creators Matt and Ross Duffer gave her fake scenes to work on so as not to spoil anything about the twist-filled drama. And then Brown decided to settle right down in Atlanta, where the show is primarily filmed. I think I've constantly switched off from, from social media. I mean, you know, there's a certain amount of, of love I have for social media, um, but... I have realized that actually like what I what I post on social media is me. I don't ever want to post anything that doesn't feel like me. Uh, so until social media becomes a place that I think is acceptable, which is a positive place to spread love and light and funny memes and yeah. like genuine just love and appreciation for everyone and when certain people are not allowed on social media, I will then I will then appreciate social media. But until that, that becomes a pos- more positive place, less political, more fun, lighthearted, we need to we need to appreciate that actually like this the stuff that's going on in the world. We need to spread the message. It's very important to spread messages. Social media is a great place to do that. But it becomes so hateful and it becomes so violent and aggressive and. I just, nobody needs that. No young person needs that in their life, especially on their phone that they can just take anywhere they they want. So, I don't know. I love social media. I love my fans. I love posting funny things, but until it changes a little, that's what I'll appreciate. Now, as we move on to tip five, those that watch the show know Brown has a shaved head or had a shaved head at the beginning. As her pivotal rule of 11, a child who escapes from the confines of a facility where she's being subjected to traumatizing tests that are infused her with telekinetic powers. And so she was less upset. Millie Bobby Brown was less upset about shaving her head than her her mom was. Uh, And Brown says that the day I shaved my head was the most empowering moment of my whole life. The last strand of hair cut off was the moment my whole face was on show and I couldn't hide behind my hair like I used to. As I looked in the mirror, I realized I had one job to do, inspire. Shaving your head is so empowering. You don't need hair to be beautiful. You are beautiful with or without. I learned that too, says Brown. And here's Brown with tip number five. My mum, just whatever happens will happen. Like, legitimately, if if something's going to happen, you've just got to let it happen. You've got to let... You've got to accept it and let it go. And Mm. I've used that in every part of my life. You know, if that's with a friend, if that's with, you know, my work, if that's with something that's going on with me as a person, whatever is happening to me, if I can't help and change it, if I can't, then I have to accept it and let it go. Mm. And that's something I've I've learned, which can be difficult, but ultimately it's good for your soul. (laughs) It's just like a certain amount of toxic it gets too much at that some point and you have to realize that you what you what every decision you make has to be good for you mm. um, and that's what i love for sure but which not- is young there are certain like i'm i'm not a people pleaser but i love to make sure everybody's happy and my mum says ultimately you can't make everyone happy mm. you know so I, I feel like that my mum gives some good 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 advice <laughs> 
For all you movie buffs, as we move on to tip number six, Millie and her fellow co-stars were instructed to watch Goonies, Poltergeist, and Stand By Me. You know, those 1980s era films before their time fair that mixes humor, horror, psychological drama, and lessons about love, family, and friendship to prepare for the tone of Stranger Things. So that's the tone that they wanted. We think about Goonies, Poltergeist, Stand By Me. And they told me, Brown says that they told me that the performance that they wanted me to resemble was E.T. in the sort of that relationship between between E.T. and the kids. Unfortunately, when I was younger, I was much more carefree and didn't really even think about the fame side of anything. Um, I was very much kind of, and I'm just like, whoa, fancy dresses, like that sounds fun, you know? Whereas now, I'm as much as I'm very grateful for it, I've struggled with anxiety for a while. I've definitely struggled with the fame aspect more nowadays, just because Like you said, you want to screw up, but there's no screwing up. You can't really put on a mask, you know, because people do see right through it. And so I've done things in the past where I post videos of me upset because it's like, this is who I am and I'm not going to hide it from you because I am a normal girl and I'm figuring everything out myself. So for me, that's kind of my journey. I've I've struggled with anxiety and I'm I'm learning to cope with it. I, I meditate, I journal a lot. I take a lot of time for myself and when I come home from work, I allot like an hour to do something of mine that I really want to do. Like I paint my wall and I decorate my walls. (laughs) Like it's a kind of a strange thing, but I love, I love doing anything like therapeutic like that. I love spending time with my family, but I think doing, allotting time for yourself is what I've learned is is the most important because you'll find yourself within those moments. I, I really focus on positive environments and I think you are a product of your environment. So when you're surrounding yourself with good people, you are going to be a good person. You learn from people, you learn from wise people. I've been lucky enough to share moments with people that are very amazing, like my parents and also people in this industry. And when I was on a social media platform that was generating a lot of hate and uh, shade, I just felt like I didn't want to be part of something that was enjoying that and kind of embracing that. So I had to leave because I felt like it was not right of me to advocate for cyberbullying and then be part of something. Now again, spoiler alert, she in episode 11, she gives her first kiss with the co-star Finn Wolford's Mike, uh, but he says, that's Finn, said it wasn't his first kiss, but it was Brown's first kiss, and then teasing her co-star Finn, Brown said, but I definitely think it was his first kiss. I think he was just trying to be cool. Speaking of cool, here we are with tip number seven. I think letting them be who they want to be. My parents always let me be who I want to be. I'm very outspoken, very loud, very opinionated. And that's why I'm the way I am, really. And people accepted me and some people don't, um, which is, you know, it's just their situation they have to deal with. But either way, I think to raise someone who's going to be empowering and influential, you have to let them be who they want to be. It has to come with from within. It has to be real it has to be uh, authentic as long as you know you have those like three main factors you're going to find your passion it can be anything and nothing is ridiculous nowadays you can actually be anything you'd like
That's it for today's Super U Podcast. I hope it didn't spoil anything. Instead, I hope it helped unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of you. That's Millie Bobby Brown. She's the star of the Netflix hit series, Stranger Things. So definitely send in any questions that you might have. We're doing more episodes where we're doing one-offs of what's being popular, also what's being talked about, whether that's politics, but mainly it's focused around technology. And primarily, what can we do to help us get the courage to wear that cape. They were all superheroes, so we're trying to talk to top folks in the fields that they're the top of the top, the best of the best, so that we can get those tips on how do they get the courage to wear their cape. Because again, they're just like us. They're putting their shoes on one foot at a time. They're putting their socks on one foot at a time. It's like, how did they get where they are? And they're not overnight successes that they put in that time and that drive that they had to kind of have that courage to wear that cape. And they always say that heroes are those that are willing to hang on just a second longer. So heroes are those that are willing just to hang on just one second longer than the rest of us. So thanks for hanging out with us here today, one second longer. Big thanks to Jake Brin, Maritza Gutierrez, and Kelsey Gomez for making this show possible. Thank you to our sponsor, Amazon Prime. Again, you can order most things and get it now. If you think about shows on Prime, Top Gun, you can watch Top Gun, the original, for free. You can watch Top Gun, the original, for free if you have Amazon Prime. And speaking of Top Gun, check out our Tom Cruise Super U podcast. Also, check out our Thunderbirds video. That's right, I went up in an F-16 fighter jet. So go check out the behind the scenes of the U.S. Air Force as the fighting Thunderbirds. It's crazy. Uh, I was fortunate not to pass out, didn't get sick. But again, those are on our social channels, on our YouTube channel. Jake cut that up and put it together. Just the behind the scenes of me going up with that F-16. So again, thank you so much for joining us for today's Super U Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Quammen. Most of you know me as Equaman. Until next time, let's make sure that we got that courage to wear the cape. And also, it's a reminder, it's not what we take the world. It is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.